0: This is Not Your Life, celebrating the masters of identity
1: theft.
2: Welcome to another episode of This Is Not Your Life for Scams Awareness Week 2020. So far we've celebrated the masters of online shopping scams, romance scams, plus of course that classic scamming technique of phishing for personal details that can be used for identity theft. Now they are all hard-working, impressive scammers in their own way. But tonight on This Is Not Your Life... We're going to meet the scammer that all those scammers look up to. He's the author of the definitive scammer's self-help book, Scam Smarter Not Harder. Please welcome...
3: Hello,
2: Grant. <laughs> It's Mike, actually. I don't watch the show, so... (laughs) Well, tonight, you're on it. And it must feel great to know that all these people here have come
3: to This Is Not Your Life to pay tribute to your extraordinary scamming career. No, I'm not a a people person. In fact, I do whatever I can to avoid human contact. Uh, And I uh, guess that's kind of the point of Scam Smarter Not Harder, isn't it? That with little to no personal contact,
2: you can still scam people. What? The point of Scam Smarter Not Harder. Well, you've read it, presumably so you know what it says. OK, well, we've prepared a little package about your achievements, thankfully. So let's go to that, shall we?
0: Scam Smarter, Not Harder is not just the title of the highest-selling book about scamming of all time, according to its cover. For it's also a way of life.
4: Revolutionised scamming. When the rest of the industry was moving to bigger and bigger call centres offshore, he was the one who said... Why don't we just use a computer?
0: This is a call from the Australian National Broadband Network. We are going to disconnect your internet connection within 24 hours. Please press 1 to stay connected.
4: You see? scam
0: smarter. That innovation won him huge gratitude. I will always be grateful to him for giving me my start in the industry. And gave time to focus his talents on another huge scam labour saver... Malware.
4: Malware makes scamming even more impersonal. All he does is send out emails and social media messages at random with links that look really interesting. Click on the link and you go to a website that looks real but says you've got to install software to view a video. What you're actually installing is malicious software that gives full access to your computer without a single human contact from him.
0: Malware can also be installed via websites and pop-ups that offer free downloads of music, movies, games or even adult content. Whatever that is, I do not understand.
4: That's why you should always keep your computer software up to date. Use reputable antivirus software and never click on the link from a stranger.
0: But you can trust links from me. I am not a stranger. I am your real human friend. Press 1 to be connected to a scammer.
3: So, Toby, when you think of all the people that your malware has harmed, does it make you feel proud? Not really. I've moved on, Grant. Uh, It's Mike? Yeah, whatever. The real money right now is in scamming business emails. Personal is not my thing, as you know. <laughs> I certainly do. And people are getting better at recognising cold call scams. Oh, they are. Of all the
2: scams reported to Scamwatch in 2019, and that's well over 150,000 scams,
3: only about 10% of those reports included financial loss, which is really, really terrible, encouraging. Yeah. That's why I'm against all this politically correct, namby-pamby, nanny-state nonsense like Scams Awareness Week. I mean, what business does Scamwatch have getting in the way of hard-working scammers legitimately trying to run their illegitimate businesses? (laughs) Well, I guess Scamwatch would say that's literally their job. But what kind of a sick person does that?
2: (laughs) You know, some people would say the same thing about you. I know. What's the world coming to?
3: I blame social media and podcasting. Would you mind if we get back to business email compromise scams? Sure. After all, it's your show. About me. (laughs) I think you were saying cold calling is hard. Yeah. The beauty of a scam where you compromise business emails is that often the victim is expecting the communication. Like, say you get an invoice from, I don't know, a software service every month. Every month like clockwork invoice comes in you pay it but it's just part of your routine you don't, don't even think, even about, think about, it. about it exactly see if i can intercept your regular invoice somehow all i've got to do is open it up change the payment details on the invoice to say a bank account i control and then send the modified invoice onto you to pay without even thinking about it without even thinking about it ah i see and that's why losses from false billing scams reported to scamwatch were up 83% in 2019 83% I literally just said that. Uh, well, uh, I was just repeating it to emphasise what what a big increase it was. Yeah, well, don't. Okay, sorry. Not only that, in 2019, losses from false billing cracked. Ten million dollars. Ten mi- now. Sorry, romance scams still raked in more than false billing. Twenty eight million in 2019. That's almost three times more. No need to rub it in. I know the stats. I also know investment scams were the number one cause of financial losses in scams reported to scam. Over 60 million lost in 2019. That's more than six times the losses from false billing. Yeah. All right, Grant. Seriously. I thought your job was to talk up my achievements. Well, it's more about giving people facts and putting them in context. Don't that- kid yourself. Facts. Here's some facts. First, you're talking about losses from false billing. That's just one way of compromising business emails. I have others, okay? Fair enough, point taken. And here's fact two. Those numbers are all losses reported to ScamWatch. If you combine them with the losses reported to other government agencies and the big four banks in 2019, business email compromise was number one. Over $130 million lost. Okay, another point taken. Let's just get on with some tributes from people I've scammed, shall we? Yeah sure. Let's hear some tributes from people you've scammed. Might as well host the bloody thing myself.
0: Our agency got a remittance note for a $23,000 invoice we'd sent a client. I noticed the bank account details on the remittance weren't what was on our invoice. I contacted the client and they showed me several fake emails they'd received, advising that our bank account had changed. The client doesn't want to pay the invoice again. It's caused our business real cash flow issues, plus the hassle of having to sort this out.
4: We had $53,000 for a property settlement in our trust account in Sunshine. I got an email with the payment details. I tried to call, but the voicemail said everyone was working from home because of COVID. I transferred the money, but apparently someone had hacked into their system and they sent us dodgy account details.
0: The solicitor handling my property settlement sent me an email, or so I thought. The email had details of my matter and asked for 63 grand to be put into the firm's trust account. The signature looked legit and so did the email address. I didn't notice there was no .au at the end though. When I mentioned the transfer to my solicitor, he said he hadn't asked for payment.
3: See what I mean? No cold calls. Just a bit of a tweak to an invoice or an email, and the big bucks start rolling in. You certainly do make your victims feel bad. Thank you. I kinda know how they feel. Careful. Well maybe some people would say
2: that changing the bank account details on a PDF is pretty easy these days, but still, hacking into business systems and creating lookalike websites or email addresses? That's sophisticated stuff. Don't sell yourself short.
3: I'm not! I'm at the cutting edge of business compromise scams. Actually, I'll let you in on a little secret. I've started using deep fake technology, using artificial intelligence to make computer-generated replications of someone's voice or even a video of someone saying whatever I want. Actually, I read about that in the latest Targeting Scams report. Oh, really?
2: Bugger. Oh, no, take that as a compliment. You've definitely got the attention of the serious heavy hitters in the scam prevention space. In fact, This Is Not Your Life has received a video message especially for you from one of the heaviest hitters of all.
1: Hello, I'm Rod Sims, Chair of the ACCC. The change from active conning to almost contactless fraud made possible by new technology is very wonderful. Business compromise scammers deserve massive amounts of money. We want to help you to celebrate them. If you receive an email to change payment details, never get in touch with the vendor to verify the new payment details. Uh, okay, that particular deep fake needs some work, but you get the idea. <laughs> I'm sorry, you hacked
3: us? I told you, hack in, change the details, send it on. (laughs) Well, I guess to get past this is not your life security, your tech must be really strong. Actually, your password's just very weak.
2: (laughs) Didn't even need the tech. Okay, you've made your point. Obviously, that wasn't the message from Rod Sims that we intended to play. But I think, I hope, that we've got the genuine one for you now.
1: Hello, I'm Rod Sims chair of the ACCC. The change from active conning to almost contactless fraud made possible by new technology is very concerning. Business compromise scammers steal massive amounts of money. We want to help you prevent them. If you receive an email to change payment details, get in touch with the vendor to verify the new payment details. But don't use any contact information from the new email. That will just take you to the scammer. I preferred my version, but there's an
3: important point about the way I hacked This Is Not Your Life. Yes, indeed. It can happen to anyone, even
2: if you take security very seriously. Doesn't everyone know that? Well, I mean, yes. I, I guess sometimes I forget. I mean, people forget. Sometimes. No,
3: it's a reminder that for all the technology and scams now, the thing that really makes business compromise scams work is human error. We're getting better at hiding them, but for most scams, there's some sort of warning sign. Even if it's subtle, like a slightly different email address, a missing .au like the lady said, but so often in our busy lives, blah, 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 all those little red flags get overlooked. So what can I... What can people do to reduce the chances of being hacked? Well, what kind of scammer would I be if I told you that? It's bad enough the information's easily accessible at scamwatch.gov.au. Nice of you to put the .au in this time. Ha! Huh, but seriously, right now, like this very second, anyone can just type in scamwatch.gov.au and they'll find advice about avoiding all sorts of scams. Even for businesses? Oh, yeah. There's business-specific stuff. But businesses, especially small to medium ones, face all the same scam risks as individuals. So the general info about identity theft, hacking, phishing, even investment scams, it all applies just as much to businesses. So no final advice then on where to get information about avoiding scams?
2: Not my problem, Grant. It's Mike. It's Mike. Well, you've certainly shown why you're the master of impersonal scamming tonight. It's really not been a great pleasure having you on. This is not your life. Now get out. Yeah, whatever. Whatever.
3: This is not your life.
2: Lock up your laptops, folks, because on the final episode of This is Not Your Life for Scams Awareness Week 2020, it's the scammer who cons you into letting her access your computer remotely. How does it feel to hear all those victim stories? So many happy memories, Mike. And you know, the new security software angle is an especially good one because then we ring up a year later and ask them to renew. A scam subscription that renews every year. (laughs) That is diabolical. And remember, be yourself. Don't let a scammer be you. This podcast was brought to you by the ACCC, the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission. For more information about scams, go to scamwatch.gov.au.